This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, this is Rob Maji, and you're listening to Our Lifestyle Podcast. Yo, yo, as we get started, we want to thank our title sponsor, Scraping the Coast. You can visit scrapingthecoast.com for more information. Their next event, 22nd Annual, is going to be the last weekend in June. They haven't yet announced it for 2024, but rest assured, we will be out there. One of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. Get ready for more information coming soon on Scraping the Coast. Tap on the hashtag Scraping the Coast for more information. We appreciate the continued support of Custom Car Show Productions. Yo, 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 yo. It's our Lifestyle Podcast, episode 350, if you can believe that. First, first, I thought Miggity Mike the Mayor called out sick again, but then I saw him pop up on the screen at the last. Dude, you were you were almost late by like a millisecond. Millisecond? Bro, I would never be late for ODB. This is like a, an absolute honor to be on here with you. Come on. To see your smiling face, bro. That beard, the king of podcast beards. No. I mean, come on. Who else has got the beard like ODB? Dude. I, I Ryan from Acuware, which we got to talk about that. Or yeah, but he's not. He's not on a podcast. Wait, wait, Ryan. Okay, sorry, I messed up. Ryan's at Airlift, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm messing that up. So you guys hey, know where I'm our going. Our boy with Max this. Dooley's at Acuware, though. That's where I was going. That's where I was yeah. going. Yeah. So this episode again, we want to give a huge shout out to our title sponsor, Scraping the Coast. If you're listening on a podcast app thank you complete it out that's awesome then if you can go on youtube and stream it it's going to help us out there we really appreciate the support uh from our title sponsor scraping the coast mike on this episode i uh did some audio with glenn brown so we're going to run that and then hopefully we'll link up with the ruben uh aka the booker ruben artiaga reason being is i think he's been on like a lot of the milestone episodes that end with like a 5-0 150, 250. Can you believe this is 350 now? Oh, I believe it, bro. We've been doing this damn, you know, fucking pedal stomp, baby. It's been a, it's been a long fucking road. A oh, long yeah. road. Oh, yeah. And, uh, hey, and everything is because of you, my man. You, you've been the, the mastermind behind this bad, this bad, this deal. So, hey, props, hat, hats off to you, my friend. Definitely appreciate it. Listen, episode um, overview is brought to you by our family at Hammered. Weekend wear. Mike knows a little something about Hammered Weekend wear. They need to get the t-shirt subscription if they still can. But if not, Mike, they can get the banners, the hoodies, the zip-ups, of course, the t-shirts and tanks. H-A-M-M-E-R-D. Weekendwear.com. HammeredWeekendWear.com. But, Mike, uh, before we get going, I do want to give a huge shout-out to our kinfolk at the freaking weekend. Yes. We know Trip is getting a little crazy with these awesome social media posts. Mm-hmm. And, listen, although our title sponsor is Scraping the Coast, we're going to be in Biloxi for June. I think it's in September, technically, we're going to be gallivanting back to Biloxi. Yes, we are. And this time, we're going to be a little bit farther down. We're going to be right on the water because the show is right on the water i mean it is there at the uh the casino shoot now i forgot the name of the casino um the harris casino. Harris. Yep. and uh so you get your room make sure you book your room 
You walk out of the Harris. There's the pool right there. And right across the street, there's this big open field, and that's where the show's at. Like I said, right on the water. You got the Blind Tiger restaurant right there. But, man, he's going to have plenty of food vendors. He's going to have plenty of regular vendors, you know, the clothing brands, the car parts, you name it. It's going to be there. Hey, just like the show, it's going to be a freaking weekend, baby. And the after party, Saturday night, the bikini contest, they're at the Harris, at the pool. It is off the chain. And not only do they do bikini contests, but they get the they get the big fellas involved too because they do the damn belly flop contest. And dude, we had a blast dude. last year, and I look forward to going back and doing it all again this year. There is a rumor that the mullet hat that I'm ordering for Mike that you were gonna wear it for that weekend, right? Um, the well, I thought it was I thought it was a must, and I thought it was a part of our OLP attire that weekend. It is, and I'll let Scotty the Body tell you about the banana hammock he's ordering. So I said, look, I can't, I can't, I just can't even go there, dude. Well, Scotty the Body, hats off, tip to the cap, as ODB would say. Um, his truck is on the artwork, and they just released the artwork. And, uh, wow, it came out amazing. And uh, so uh, definitely can't wait to pick up that, uh, that, uh, that show shirt as well. Between him and Joel, Crook, or jo- Joel Crookshank, these guys, these guys got to be uh, paying someone to be able to get on all these shirts. I mean, come on, man. No, I'm just kidding, well, y'all. I'm just kidding. I mean, y'all. every time I turn around, their truck is there. So, yeah, I mean, it. it uh, they must be spending a small fortune. So, hear us out. Scraping the coast, they're going to see – you're going to see more posts from them, the team behind Custom Car Show Productions. They just, scraping, released, they yeah, just they, released their new uh, their new banner as well. Or I'm sorry, their flyer. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I mean, dude, that, that – that, uh, a uh, single cab uh, um, a Chevy on there is all painted up and it's it's freaking beautiful. So, but it looks man, good. every single year, guys, there's 1,500 vehicles, usually more. They're at scraping the coast, and guys, don't miss out on the Freon poisoning there. That's where you're gonna find OLP yep. always set up inside. And I actually just talked to Lauren the other day, and uh, you know, made sure our spot was good to go. We're always set up right there by Sean Rose. And, uh, dude, I can't wait. It's always a good time in Biloxi. DJ Mays, we always go out Thursday, um, you know, do a little, do a little, um, you know, go-kart racing, barbecue eating. And we always go see our boy Greg Miller and uh, pay our respects uh, there on Thursday. And then it's off and, and ready and running uh, show-wise uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, and this is how I remember it. June 21st through the 23rd of this year, so that third weekend in September, is scraping the coast. Three months later, pretty much the same weekend, is the freaking with an IN weekend show, and that is the 20th through the 22nd. So, again, June, if you could make it, our title sponsor, Scraping the Coast. Three months later, about 90 days later, the freaking weekend. So we want to give them a huge shout-out. But, Mike, um, listen, in just a minute, we're going to talk about Eastbound Get Down uh, but I just wanted to ask you kind of real quick, you know, generally, I know you've been busy. You kind of got back from, you know, we, we had the holidays. You guys ramped up quick. And, again, we'll talk about EBGD in a moment. But uh, th- you seem like you're back in the swing of things, man. You know, everything's running on all eight cylinders. Uh, well, actually, I think I'm down a cylinder right now. So it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about seven. Four cylinders. Um, no, actually, my truck, I on my way back from uh, eastbound, uh, my actual full size truck. Uh, we uh, the check engine light came on, and so I gotta go take that to the dealership tomorrow. So I can't wait to get that deal. Oh yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm yep. sure that's gonna. I'm sure that's gonna. That's gonna cost me an arm and a leg. But hey, it's all good. Anyways, 
yes, no, everything is good. Life is good, man. Uh, busy as always. Um, but at the same time, I just, Hey, you know what I'm getting ready for? Because I do believe it's not this weekend, but I think next, actually, I think we got two more weeks. I think there's a little bowling in our future. Yep, the bowling tournament is coming up, and you got to remember the alley, man. Yeah, dragging the alley, and you have to remember that the the crew that puts this on. I went last year and had an absolute blast. I think one of the big things that people forget is that th- th- you know this is not a show. This is more of a cruise in, and you know, this is a, a fantastic it's a show and shine. It's a show and shine. Sh- they do they do yeah. like a top ten, and I say they. It's aftermath car and truck club. They put they you know they yep. put it on, and yep. um and they host the event. And um, there are, I believe it's a top 10. And then we got, uh, we got quite a few best ofs. And of course, but the Mac trophy, Mac daddy trophy of them all is guys, if you don't know this dragging the alley is a bowling tournament. Okay. It is a club versus club. And basically the, the, the club that bowls the highest score wins the bowling tournament and wins the, 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 the bowling ball, the trophy, and this thing has been passed around. Uh, I mean, shoot, more times than more times than Hank's girlfriend. You know, on a Friday night, on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And if I'm not mistaken, shoot, was it local minis last year, or was it was it hardcore, or was it at who won it last year? I don't remember. I want to say it was out of control. Wasn't it Jamil and those guys? See, that's what I'm. I'm trying to remember if it was. They're going to be ticked. We don't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't remember who. I it mean, was. dude, I saw you last year. You had you had some drinks in you, man. So you were feeling good. Well, hey, that's the thing, guys. This bowling alley is awesome because, man, they have it's huge. Number one, huge parking lot, plenty of space out there for the vehicle. Then you come inside. They got the big game room, tons of arcades for all the kids, and they have a massive bar inside there. Love it. Full liquor the whole night. In the rear, or in the front, or just the front or the rear? Which one? Well, remember uh, Jordan from RA Florida. He had on his truck. It was lick L I Q her lick her bar. Is that is that uh, is that what you were saying? Lick her? Yeah, bar? yeah, yeah, yeah. Lick her bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so full liquor, great food, just a really cool place. And you know the aftermath guys. And so what is that? Fe- February second, I believe, Jay. Uh, it is February 3rd, Saturday. It's at uh, Boardwalk Bowl in Orlando. It starts at 1, uh, the roll-in, and then 3 o'clock is bowling start. And last I heard, it's $100 a lane. It covers five bowlers. Uh, you can reach out to Aftermath Florida on Instagram. It's probably going to be the best way, I think. Um, yes. Just but it's dr- yeah, just get in his DMs. It's Christian. Yeah, it goes and, down uh, in the DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down in the DMs. He's down with the, the DMs. And uh, but yes, guys, get get signed up, uh, secure your lane, and uh, and let's get bowling, bro. It's it's a club versus club, and let's go see who's got the best bowlers out there. Oh yeah, general updates brought to you by our kinfolk at Lone Star Throwdown. Uh, we would highly encourage ooh, you. Ooh, uh, ooh. Biggest baddest truck show in the country, LoneStarThrowdown.com. At the time of this recording, only I can't believe this twenty nine days. Uh, it is sold out from a registration perspective. However. You gallivant on down, and you're able to get a wristband that gets you in three days. Go see the vendors. Go buy a shirt from Lone Star Throwdown. Come see OLP. Uh, there's lifted, lowered cars, trucks, mostly trucks. Uh, I'll keep I'll keep myself honest on that. But Mike, well, that's funny you say that because it's funny, guys. Airhead Nation, ODB is driving this year. 
and ODB is bringing a surprise to LST. Yeah, I, I might be. I'm, I'm bringing a dash. <laughs> I got to sell back to someone out there, don't I? Oh, that's right. It was a dash. My bad. I thought you were bringing like an actual, you know, surprise. Totally tubular. Totally tubular. I thought maybe, you know, like, like, bada bing. Dude, never disrespect the bing, but, you know, there, you can never say never. You know, 10 years that. ago, it was there. Uh, parked with Has it already my, been 10 years? Parked with the club in 2014, which was awesome. And a lot of people may not remember this. I got to park. Um, I know Zerati at the time was giving me props, but I was giving him props because the Tacoma – Yep. which was, I think, Taco Supreme. I, again, I always get those names mixed up. Uh, his taco was just on the verge. like He was like on like day 100 in a row working on it. The guy's like a, the guy's hey, an animal, with dude. sour cream or without sour cream? Dude, you know what? We're having tacos in a few minutes, and I can smell them. Yes. And I'm going to go sour cream. Hey, it's not Taco Tuesday, though, Jay. What's, what's the deal? Dude, it's way back Wednesday, and when I was a ah. kid, and my mom put those taco shells in the oven to heat them up. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I was like Scooby Doo floating through the air. You what know, is that sm- like, Old Paso? Dude, bro, my man, dude. That's, I was right. Uh, you did, yeah. Yes. Dude, I I was gonna say, man. So uh, big big ups. Um, I was gonna I was going back and forth on the trivia this week, Uh-oh. and I figured I I, I figured um. Uh, I'm gonna go easy on you this week, you know, because we're trying to get your tick marks back up. Okay. But um, he, here, here's this is an easy one. I got one question for you, Mike. Are you now ready? I'm ready to get it wrong. So listen, just name the first. All you gotta do is name three '80s TV shows. This is an easy one. '80s. Yep. Shit, but I don't remember if they're in the '80s or not. Well, that's where you're probably gonna know. Stop like, straight in the example, ground. For example, Three's Company. Was Three's Company in the '80s? I'm going to give you the credit for the 80s. Yes. Okay, so the Michael J Fox. Okay, different different strokes. Yep, that is. Now, Three's okay. Company was 76 to 84, but again, I'm still going that's still an 80s show. Okay. So mind. what about different strokes? Yeah. Hey, Willis. Yep. Okay. That's 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 80s all the way. Um I think that one was what um about the Hazard. Was that 80s? Yes. I'm going to say all three and and I'm going to give you the points because um, I'm looking up different strokes was 78 to 86, but I mean, let's be honest. Uh, it, it had Charlotte Ray in it, Edna Garrett. And remember what other show she played in. Ooh, uh, that's the sister you're referring to. I think so. But remember, um, when Drake said, I'm chefing them up, I'm chefing up like Mrs. Fields. I think he was talking about Mrs. Fields was in, um, uh, Damn, I'm drawing a blank now. Oh my god, does ODB not know something? No, no, no. no. The, the, what was the show with the with the five girls on it um, from the '80s? Um, the five girls. Man, I'm about- ba- I'm burying myself here. Yeah, you are. The five girls. Charlie's Angels. No, that was three. Oh my bad. Hold on, I'm messing up here. Yeah, you are. I can't Mrs. believe this. Fields, this is a first. This is a first. This is a first in OLP history. Oh, the facts of life. Sorry, the facts of life, oh, and it wasn't Mrs. Fields. I forget her name on there, but I'm 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 slipping up here. You know, I'm trying to get this video stuff down. I'm trying to take tick marks from Mike. I mean, hey guys, I'm over here pulling the puppet strings. This stuff ain't easy, man. This hey, podcasting ain't easy, dog. <laughs> Trivia with Mike is brought to you by Graphics Mafia. 
G-R-A-P-H-I-X, mafia.com if you need stickers or decals. Mike, I want to end it with the scene updates because I know you got a roll, but listen, there's not a bigger scene update for us to talk about this episode than EBGD, one of the biggest and baddest shows on the Eastern Seaboard. Let's be honest. You know hey, what I mean? You know, like you say that, but flat out, I am one of the promoters, the owner, all that stuff. It is by far not the biggest show. But I can tell you this right now, guys. We had a great, great freaking time this year. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. It was not freezing. Um, but at the same time, nobody was sweating and nobody was hot. So, boom, hats off for that. But at the same time, the atmosphere, the people, man, we had the venue, everything. That show is phenomenal. The, the venue is great, guys. The Friday night pre-party uh, over there at Saints and Centers, DJ Mays up on the, on the stage playing the music. We had the cornhole tournament going, and man, it was just an absolute blast. That place was packed. Um, the, the the bar manager there, she absolutely loves our event, loves our people. Man, our boy Mark from Atlantic City uh, Truck Meet, <laughs> man, he was buying everybody drinks. Uh, Tony from TTP, uh, he was out there buying everybody drinks. It was a contest, and who can buy the most drinks for everybody, dude? It was just an absolute blast. I love the fact that you can stay right on property. The restaurants are right there. The Colts pigs, uh, pig stand, the barbecue. Man, hats off to NC. They had 72 uh, members actually go in and um, and uh, eat there that night. They took care of all those guys. Right after they were done, Aftermath Club came in, and they ate there. And the lady just called us back and was thanking us for all the people that came through the restaurant and supported the restaurant. Uh, Joe over at um, Hooligan's. Uh, the sports bar that's right there on property, man, he loves our people. He loves our event. They packed the place out Friday night, packed the place out Saturday night. Um, so, I mean, everybody, uh, the feedback that we've gotten, um, uh, uh, the, the manager, Kevin, from the uh, Clarion Hotel that's right on property, uh, it's just the hotel was sold out. Everybody, there was no problems, no issues. It was just a great time. And our people, they, you know, they deal with a lot of these biker events there. So when our event comes in, they 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 love us, man. They absolutely love us. They can't wait to have us back. And guys, make plans for next year, 2025, to come back out and uh, and be out there with us because we are gonna um, uh, it's gonna be Martin Luther King weekend once again um, out there at Destination Daytona. Look us up. Uh, you'll start seeing. And hats off to Damian Davis. Hats off to ODB. All the videos that you guys have popped up and and put out there into the social media land. I mean, the show was just, it, it went off without a hitch, man. We had no, absolutely no problems and it was, it was great, man. Our trophies this year, I mean, hands down, some of the best we've had Gooch producing, um, uh, Daniel Smith with uh, Smith works Gooch with Gooch customs. Everybody knows Gooch and, um, tank, uh, fat tanks, uh, did our club, um, award. And I can't forget, uh, Thad, Thad Cunningham, Thad Cunningham yeah. with the OLP award and the mini trucking magazine the mini award. Trucking magazine award. And so, I mean, we had tons of awards. And I want to say this, thanks to hashtag mini movement. James also came down with the son, Anakin. Yep. They, uh, their award was created by our good friends at Welch's chop shop. Yes. And Welch is actually made and guys, we actually have a stereo portion to our show as well. And that's the other cool concept to our show is we have our car and truck show. And then the stereo show is there as well. It's just far enough to where you guys can walk to it, go enjoy it, no problem. 
But at the same time, they can go out there and they can do their thing. And then nobody says anything to them. Nobody's bothered by it. And then if you want to go out and enjoy it, and I definitely got to give props to our presenting sponsor, Big Jeff Audio, because, man, he had everybody bling blinging with all those gold chains, gold glasses all weekend long. And if you guys have seen the pictures, you've seen the videos, you've seen everybody walking around. So, guys, if y'all need anything audio, BigJeffAudio.com is the guy to go check out because, man, yeah. those guys were there. AccuWear, Eastbound Get Downs powered by AccuWear. And so Stingray Chevrolet. There were guys over there cutting deals on LS engines, dude, for Mazdas. I go, dude, Mike, you're losing out, bro. You go buy an engine. Hey, believe me, man. We are working on it, man. Lowrider Depot came all the way from, from Mass. Mass this year and uh, was there and was uh, set up. And Drop them where it was out there. Driven, there, Harvey Driven was out was there. there. What about the ODB rig that was in Driven's booth, the old, dirty <laughs> bastard? Yes, it was. And I tell you what, uh, Sarah Honeycutt, um, that's hers and her husband, Ryan, um, of course, or I'm sorry, Chad, built it, um, and she drives it. They drive that thing everywhere. They drove Dude. it all the way out to SEMA. I mean, they drive it everywhere. So that thing is, uh, is definitely Sick. built to drive. And, and they drive it. And so, yes, yeah. I actually just spent the weekend with those guys. They were down here in um, in Immokalee at the casino uh, for the Rockabilly show over here in Immokalee. Awesome. Um, so I just was out there with those guys. So, But, yeah, That's man, cool. we had a great time. And um, like you said, you said the biggest, best, whatever. We had so many people complimenting this this weekend as far as this is one of their um, – uh, one is becoming one of their favorite shows. That's good. In, in Florida. And that felt good. It felt good that people uh, said that and that they really enjoyed themselves. And that's what we want. We want a show guys can come to, have a good time, and enjoy and enjoy that venue. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great venue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could tap on Instagram on the hashtag Eastbound Get Down, which is a longer one, or EBGD. We try to do both of those. A couple things I want to point out. I want to thank you and the staff, you know, Kim, Shannon, Big John, of course, you know, John Lopez, uh, and yourself. Uh, Sophie Circle, you know, it was such a great feeling. I, I started a, a little video that we had posted, and you know, over six grand. Uh, actually, you had folks. Actually, Jay, the final total for those guys was eight thousand one hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Wow. Or, I'm sorry, eight thousand one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Amazing. We, Tip of the cap. We, we did. Yeah, we did the we did the auction, the decks for dogs. Uh, and hats off to all those artists. Um, but then on Sunday we turned around and we auctioned off the cooler. NC um, Negative Camber won the uh, won the club cooler, and then they turned around and gave it back, and we donated, and or we turned around and auctioned it off. And actually, it was kind of funny because uh, Mark from Atlanta Truck City um, uh, Truck Meet, uh, I think he was up to nine hundred and something dollars. And then me and John looked at each other and we're like, we're not letting that fucker take it back, Mister. You know, <laughs> so me and John actually split it five hundred bucks a piece, thousand bucks, and uh, and we we kept the sick. So yeah. We, we, and, and, and I tell you, you know, I know DJ Mays and other, other you know, with, with Relax in the Park, they've done similar stuff where, you know, they – and then we've seen the Spark Show with the Pops and things. But it's so refreshing to see you guys right there go, man, you bring them up on, on stage and, like, they feel like a million bucks and it's a great thing. The ladies get behind it, so many people. So I want to thank you for that. Um, I think the venue in, in general is fantastic. Um, there's there's just a big open space, and I'll tell you this: like even on Saturday night, I didn't hang out at Saint, um, Sinners, Saints and Sinners as long on Saturday. I did for a while, but it was cool. We went back to the main um, covered area. 
the, there's new lighting underneath there. We hung out. I got to hang out with Jay. Got to hang out with Jay. Some of my severed brothers. It just kind of shoot the crap. Of course, I had my phone right there. I popped on five G. Watched a little bit of the um, unfortunately the Mifes, the the Miami Chiefs game a little bit. Miami went down, but it was a it was just a great time. And it's very affordable. I know a lot of times people are like, you know, they're concerned with the show prices and stuff. To me, you've got the option if you want the VIP parking, and if you don't, it's no problem. But to me, you know, seeing a show go off without a hitch, it's really a testament to you and some of the staff that you have. And also, all of the merch, it like flew off the shelf. Yeah, we, we saw, you know, the funniest part about it is, and, and I don't know how I did this, but I ended up with uh, nine 3X shirts left. I know, right? You're like, three X. It's like, how did I get? How did I even order that? I don't know. But yep. anyways, we got nine three X shirts. If anybody needs a nine three X, or a, I'm sorry, a three X shirt, we have nine of them left. Yeah, um, and at after dark, the remix, which is coming up here in a couple weeks, we're gonna have the OLP booth set up. Mike will have any of that leftover. I think there's a couple of skate decks that you may yes, still have. We, we're gonna have some skate decks, and we're gonna have some. Uh, we'll actually have some hats, and we'll have the shirts. But the yeah. shirts are the main thing. The shirts are the that's I mean that's the the amount that's the the thing that we spend the most money on. Yeah, shirts. So we only had nine left. So believe me, I am not I am not complaining about that. Oh yeah, um, and if you can come out, many of you are going to be at After Dark. Come buy a shirt, buy a sticker, do something. Uh, we just need to get a couple of bucks so we can make it to to Scraping because that's I'll right. t- or excuse me to to Lone Star yeah. because I'll tell you this. You know, when we did that doggy style merch, which, by the way, everyone is available on our website, we did our biggest order ever because the more you pre-sale, the more you could say, you know what, let's ratchet it up another 50 or 60 shirts. So we had one of our biggest pre-sales ever, and that was a, a huge win because we have to get ready for Lone Star. But if anybody can't make Lone Star... Come to After Dark and pick up the merch because I can tell you this: we're not we're going to hopefully come home pretty empty-handed, which we do every year, and that's a testament to people coming by and just going, "Hey, I love what you guys are doing. I'm going to buy some stuff." So, come see us at After Dark here at Quicker Steak and Lube, which is the uh, weekend seventeenth. Yeah, sure. the weekend before LST. I'm pretty sure so. it's it's either seventeenth or the eighteenth. Something like that, yeah. It's it's that weekend, so Saturday so night, come by. But um, but yeah, I'll just say this, dude. Lone Star, or excuse me, Eastbound Get Down EBGD, the third annual, uh, was a fantastic weekend. I loved that it snaked over to that across area. You know, f- um, uh, Fester was out there with the floor yeah. idiot stuff, and then you had to your point that the stereo portion was so far out there that it's not bothersome to people that aren't, quote, base heads, you know. So you've got a good mix of everything. And people that walked out there said, hey, it was cool. I got to experience it, and then I came back. So that was great. And that's that's the whole purpose. Me and John both, uh, when I say John, John Lopez is the partner, obviously. And we both love that portion of the show. and But not everybody does. But that's okay. That's why we stick them out there. And uh, they go out there, they do their thing. And I tell you what, those guys have a blast. They enjoy it because there's not many shows that they, you know, Made of Steel is a big, uh, is a big base head show. And there's a lot of them yeah. out there. There's a lot of them out there. And so <laughs> they got, you know, two big shows to be able to go to, to be able to do their thing. And oh, yeah. uh, you, it's not, it used to be a lot more. So it's a good time for those guys to be able to get out there and do their thing. Oh, yeah, we're going to wrap up our segment here with Mike in just a moment. I want to reinforce a couple things. 
there's a ton of shows, as Mike said, that have opened their pre-sale uh, with like the freaking weekend with their merch. I know relaxing in the park. I think technically their their pre their pre-registration is open. So uh, I said pre-sale, but I meant pre-reg. So what I would encourage you guys to do, many of you are on Facebook. If you're on Instagram and that show um, is a show that you go to, to, you know, go in there and click on the notification thing and you can turn on post notifications so that if a relaxed in the park posts something, you know, you can go out there and you'll know uh, and then you can get in and you can normally save money by pre-registering. I mean, that's the big thing. Uh, sure, some of the harder to get in shows are getting harder to get a registration. We get that. But there's plenty enough shows around the country uh, for folks to be able to go to. And I think Corey's, you know, doing the mini truck showdown stuff again. So we'll talk more about that in the future. But uh, the scene updates is brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. Uh, if you haven't heard, garagegearclothing.com, they have sport trucks, mini trucks, full sizes, a side by side. You can pick their merch up online or in person. Uh, they do have free shipping options available online or go see them at Lone Star Throwdown Garage Gear Clothing. Mike, I think at this point you got to run. So don't forget, you got to stay on just a moment for this to upload. Uh, I want to thank everyone for the continued support. What we're going to do here is I'll finish up a couple items. We'll roll into audio with Ruben Artiaga, a.k.a. The Booker. And then we're going to have Glenn Brown, Mike, as our title guest. And it's cool. We love the Custom Scene podcast. Glenn is a great guy. Terminal so takeover, stick baby. Coming soon. Terminal takeover coming soon. Stick with us a little while, folks. And, uh, Mike, you stay on the rise, my brother. Hey. Airhead Nation, we out. Stay low, baby. Yo, so Mike had to drop. He had something going on tonight, so I'm going to finish this segment up before we get into the audio with Riggedy Rubin, the booker. So uh, I was thinking when I was talking to Mike, so I kind of messed that up. So if you think of the facts of life and the lady's name was Mrs. Garrett, so when I went to eat the tacos, I'm going to finish this up. I was talking to, to, to my main squeeze, and I was like, I got Mrs. Fields mixed up with Mrs. Garrett. So when Drake was like chefing like Mrs. Fields, I don't know where my mind was at. But anyways, that's, that's what goes through my mind, trying to get stuff right. But anyways, uh, I want to, like I said, just move forward with uh, a few things here that I'll cover. You're going to notice a reoccurring theme in 2024. I'm going to try to keep things as streamlined as possible and moving ahead, maybe some shorter episodes. I hinted on episode 349. 349 was not shorter. Totally understand that, but uh, much more to come. So uh, next we got Hut 1, Hut 2, Hut 3, Hut, Old Dirty Ballard live and uncut. And I want to remind you, if you can, leave us a rating most of you are on iPhones. The best thing you can do is go into the pre-installed podcasts app, which is purple icon, uh, select OLP, and then leave a rating, tap the five stars. It helps us. If um, if you're on Spotify or a different platform, certainly most of those you can leave a rating. I know Spotify you can. Uh, I leave ratings for a lot of the uh, true crime stuff I listen to so or any of the podcasts I do. But uh, please leave us a rating and it helps us out. I don't have a lot to cover with ODB Live and Uncut except for the positive message that I'll share with you. Recently, I went to a funeral last weekend for my aunt. It was like my great aunt, but we just called her Aunt Johnny, Aunt Johnny. And 
you know, she lived a long, awesome life. I mean, she was well into her 80s. I think she was born in 37. And, you know, she just was an awesome person. But when we went to the funeral, you know, I obviously talked with some of the family members we hadn't seen in a while, really some of them since the last funeral we went to. And, you know, the reoccurring theme there was, man, we got to get together. Wow, you know, we're all getting older. Uh, Someone's got to, you know, get us together, you know, once a month at someone's house and, you know, we just go and whoever can make it can make it. That's, that's something that many of you will hear, whether it's a high school reunion or it's a family reunion that's once in a blue moon, or in this case, unfortunately, a funeral. My feedback to everybody is going to continue to be the same message, like get out there, do what makes you happy, but also spend time with your loved ones that, you know, you appreciate uh, you know, if you've got a relationship that you need to, you know, you feel like you need to rekindle or you need to patch up some things, certainly I encourage people to do that. Um, I've tried to be a better person and do that with with maybe th- situations I didn't see eye to eye with or maybe examples where I was wrong. Um, and whether, you know, in my mind I was wrong or other people were like, hey, you were wrong for, you know, what you, what you did. Maybe you didn't realize it. Trying to patch those things up has been a big thing, um, but I, I certainly, uh, my aunt Johnny, she was kind of like the, the fabric of our family. She never had issues with anybody. She always kind of kept everybody in contact and things like that, and I loved her for that. But you know, certainly when I think a lot of, if someone passes away and you have a relationship that you feel like you could have fixed something, or man, if I just would have had one more day, or I should have buried the beef with so and so. I mean, I just think that's important. Certainly, I've, as I've always said, you don't have to be best friends with that person. There's people in the truck scene that may, you know, maybe the Hatfields and McCoys, and they may never patch things up. But certainly, when someone passes away or someone becomes terminally ill or sick, you know, I think a lot of times people just go, "Wow, you know what?" At the end of the day, was it really that big a deal? And a great example of that I'm going to tell you is, um, I know this one might might sound funny, but. If you think about NWA, when they broke up and and Cube leaves, well, Dre leaves and then Cube eventually leaves, you know, there was that big feud. All of you guys know I'm a big Dr. Dre fan. Think about the feud between Eazy-E and Dr. Dre, you know, on record, you know, saying some pretty crazy stuff, right? And, and you know, Dre and Snoop just easy and, you know, Easy comes back with his EP that he drops and, you know, says a lot of stuff, you know, and, and puts out photos of Dre, you know, in the sequins and all that stuff. But, you know, even though they went through all that and us as fans say like, oh, wow, yeah, this and that. And, you know, this is a cool track and, you know, F them. At the end of the day, when Easy e was dying, who was there? Dr. Dre went to see him, you know. And, um, Again, not to be morbid, I just think th- that stuff is important. So that's my message this week. ODB Live and Uncut brought to you by our family at Colorado Custom Wheels. Shout out to Michael and team. If you need wheels, look no further than Colorado Custom. And when I say wheels, I also mean steering wheels. They make it all. Um, if you need something maybe that you're not sure if they make, like a rearview mirror or whatever, hit them up. Certainly give them... Uh, the heads up, what you're looking for. Uh, they're great people. If you see them on Instagram, the Colorado Custom, they're certainly doing a lot of cool stuff. They're doing the floater center caps now for the Lincoln wheels, which I'm sure that's going to pretty much end up with a lot of their different wheels. So they're doing some cool stuff, coloradocustom.com. 
I'd like to also uh, go into uh, a quick update here. So I hadn't talked to Mike about this, but I'm just going to make the executive decision. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I like the Airhead Nation naming convention. I think it's a cool thing. You know, we'll probably still have stickers for a while, but I'm going to rebrand it to the uh, Airhead Nation is now going to be the Mini Truck and Syndicate. So I know some people go, oh, you know, such and such. Well, I'm looking right here. I've got an iced tea newspaper headline that I kept from probably 1991 when Body Count album came out. I've been an iced tea fan for a long time, and I've always loved the word syndicate. The few people in our scene that have used that word, uh, shout out to them, um, I think is, you know, with, with Rhyme Syndicate, what he did was always cool. Uh, and the other syndicates that come to mind are, shout out to Syndicate Compacts and Minis, you know, they always say Syndicate Fool. Uh, you also have Air Syndicate, you know, shout out to Craig Frazier. He's been on this podcast several times. So a lot of good people out there. What I wanted to do is, you know, I've been doing the minis on the rise, and that's not going to stop. I mean, I, I love that uh, thing that we live by. You know, minis are on the rise. Whether you say, hey, mini trucking, well, how's it on the rise? It's been, you know, it's been around, but if you think about the trajectory of mini trucking, it's a lot of us, you're going to hear when I talk to Glenn, a lot of us are getting older. You're seeing just a resurgence of all this stuff. So certainly I wanted to rebrand um, – the airhead nation to like mini truck and syndicate because it, it just kind of falls in line with kind of where I want to go with some things. And you're going to see the full size on the rise page. I have that also rebranded to full size syndicate. So again, I know there's a few brands out there. I'm certainly not trying to, um, you know, really do anything with merchandise or anything at this point, uh, other than stickers, but I just want to kind of build something there that's separate. And I think uh, Ronnie and team have done a great job. If you think about C10 Talk, they have the C10 Nation. You know, and a lot of people in different genres use – that's a cool naming convention. You know, you put Nation on the end of it. A lot of guys use, you know, it's crazy. Mafia is used a ton, like, you know, Suburban Mafia. and You know, there's all kinds of cool things. And there's gang. A lot of people use that word. I never would have thought, you know. Such and such gang, Niners gang, all this stuff. So everybody's kind of got their thing, but that's where I'm at. I'm going to see where I can kind of maybe take it. And, uh, you know, if you want to follow us, Mini Truckin' Syndicate, it's with an I-N, Mini Truckin' Syndicate, and then Full Size Syndicate. And uh, just trying to, 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 to get some more stuff out there. So we'll see where it goes, like I said. Um, so there's that. And... I wanted to cover a couple other updates. Uh, shout out to Robert Simmons. We saw him at Eastbound Get Down. Robert, I believe, did a deck again this year, uh, which Mike and I talked a little bit about the decks. But Robert Simmons, great dude. Uh, he and I talked. Good people. His wife, Roxy, shout out to them. They were on about a year ago when, when Robert turned 50. Oh, by the way, uh, another trip around the sun. So congratulations. And he just turned 51. So I wanted to give him a huge shout out. Uh, this I wanted to share. Kurt Hall says on January 16th. Now, Kurt was on OLP very early in our existence. And he said, I just want my family on here to know that my brother Mark Hall passed away just now after a battle with cancer. And uh, certainly rest in peace to him. He says my mom and dad were able to talk to him this morning after he took a turn for the worst. And I was able to message his wife at 545 to tell him we loved him. And she did... Um, 
uh, and she did let him know, and he took his last breath after six uh, that day. So again, uh, it, it's tough. You know, there's a lot of people out there with. If you think you're having a bad day, there's a lot of people out there that are having far worse situations, health wise or whatever it may be. So certainly, you know, do your best to to count your blessings. Uh, here's a positive Robbie Williams first day of sales meeting and already blown away. It's hard to keep my emotions in check because not only does this apply to my work life, I feel like um, this was part of my life. I was down bad and not happy in life, but my friends, family and clubmates helped me get my swagger back. Thanks to everyone that has supported me. He says, thanks to Jennifer for giving him confidence and Dizzy for making me believe in myself. So I think that's pretty cool, man. Shout out to Dizzy for, you know, so many of us, you, you'll see people comment on Facebook. Hey, if you need something, uh, if you need to talk, you know, reach out to me. And I think that's an important thing that we all got to do to our friends. Robbie also posted uh, after that and said, wow, what a wild couple of days. I was straight blown away last night when I was called for my third President's Club Award. Then to top it off, Roanoke District 1, District of the Year in the Eastern Division. So shout out, Robbie Williams, great dude. I think he said static drop nationals may not happen this year, um, but, you know, more to come on that. And, you know, I would ask that you guys go support him. Uh, many of you are friends and, and let him know he's a good dude. Uh, Jason Bell says happy born day. Well, he says happy birthday to my beautiful wife. He hopes that she has a great day. 23 uh, birthdays with her. So congratulations. Beautiful family, Jay Bell. Good dude. Uh, I'd do anything for this guy. You know, he does so much for the scene. And I know uh, Southeast Mini Trucking Nationals, I mean, that's a huge monster uh, for him to do all of that work. But uh, he's got great staff. We love the venue. We love the city. And uh, we'll be there, of course, later in April uh, for the 30th annual. And I know some people have commented here and there. Mini Nats did start in 90. So if you do the math, you're like, wait a minute. But I believe if we go back in history, there were a few years, the changeovers and stuff. That's why technically, for those scoring at home, that was an 80s reference, by the way. I think for some of the TV shows, you could like score at home. Um, but the uh, for those that are scoring at home, uh, that um, you know it is technically the 30th anniversary. Uh, Ron Perkins says 24 has been jam packed with an amazing weekend. He clocked 1,456 miles. He was able to go to the 49ers game, which broke my heart. By the way, um, congrats to the 49ers. I text Chris Mall at CNS Metalworks. The Packers exceeded all expectations, but really they were in a position to win that game. I I just I hate that they didn't. Uh, he did an Alcatraz tour. He got to see DJ Quick, and um, and he got to go across the Golden Gate Bridge. He took a photo and posted it. So good stuff. You know, Ron's out there living his life, having fun, and I know he loves to travel, so big ups to the homie. One thing I forgot to share earlier was Andy Green, uh, Andy's Ford F100. Uh, amazing truck. I've talked about it a little bit, I think, in the past, but um, he was able to finish it r not too long ago. I saw it at um, at uh, Turkey Rod Run, but he got best of show truck at Eastbound Get Down. So I know Mike and I, our audio, we, we kind of had to get through it a little quicker. I would have loved to, to kind of go down some more of the you know the great conversations I had with people there. I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Eastbound Get Down. A lot of good people, a um, lot of club, you know, mingling and stuff like that, and I just I just love seeing it. So, uh, big ups uh, to uh, the kinfolk. 
So with that being said, let me see here where I'm at. Airhead Nation, also known now as Mini Truck and Syndicate. Are you part of the syndicate? I guess is where I'm going with this. Are you part of the syndicate? You will be soon. Uh, the Mini Truck and Syndicate updates are brought to you by our kinfolk at Local Rides Mag. Now, Local Rides Mag is a magazine, a print magazine, and you can go to Local Rides, R-I-D-E-Z. So it's Local Rides Magazine, but the only difference in the spelling is it has a Z instead of an S on rides. LocalRidesMagazine.com. And you can go out there and you can purchase issues for as low as about um, $9. They've got a one-year subscription, and they put out a very, very good product, very dedicated people to the scene. And uh, if you want to buy some of the back issues, you certainly can. But if you want to support the cause, uh, get out there and uh, cop a subscription. Big ups to uh, the kinfolk at Local Rides with the Z magazine. Let's see... And then lastly, the podcast updates. Um, number one, I started to say this earlier. Uh, leave a rating for us. So I forget if I mentioned that. I think I did. Uh, but leave a rating on the podcast app. It helps us. All of the doggy style merchandise. So I say doggy style. That was our homage merch that came out uh, basically 30 years to the day. That doggy style the famous G-Funk, Dr. Dre-produced album with Snoop Doggy Dog, his debut album 30 years ago that dropped. Uh, what we did is we aligned our uh, recent merch drop with that uh, you know, with that historic date, milestone rather, and you could go to ourlifestylepodcast.com or click the link in our Instagram bio, and you could buy merch. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we are anticipating this selling out at Lone Star Throwdown. We've sold a ton already, but we had to go very, very heavy on this order knowing that we were going to get ready for LST. So if you want to get in, again, After Dark, the remix show in Clearwater, Florida, the weekend before Lone Star Throwdown, that's going to be your best bet if you want to come out. You can save. You won't have to pay on the shipping. And if you pay cash, um, cash is king. So you've got that um, in there in the works. Uh, and then lastly, for the podcast updates, uh, OLP Honors. So we did our Honor show recently, and I want to thank Welch's Chop Shop for the support with doing uh, – we ramped up. We did a couple extra awards. This stuff is not free. We pay for it with our own money. Much of what comes back in from many of you making a purchase, and uh, certainly we have about $300 this year in awards that we had produced, uh, which is going to include our um, – Doggy style homage merch. It's going to have that logo on it. So these are one-off awards. Uh, certainly this year, you're going to see we've even ramped it up a little bit to make them even more custom. So again, this is what we do to give back. Uh, there's no obligation that we have to do this other than we love the scene. Uh, certainly I'll speak for myself and say I do. Uh, so I say all that to say thank you to Welch's Chop Shop. Good people. If you need awards for your show or you're in a bind, hit up Welch's with an S, Chop Shop. Uh, certainly get with him and let him know. The earlier, the better. And uh, they're good folks. Uh, go see him at Mini Nats. He's got a ton of cool stuff they sell. Him and his dad are good, hardworking American kin folks. So I certainly appreciate them. I'm sure I'm forgetting some things, but I'm trying to keep things a little bit more streamlined. And I'm seeing my segment here is already going into almost 20 minutes, which I wanted to go less than that. So uh, without further ado, thank you for all the support. 
stay on the rise, and please stream this all the way through if you can on our YouTube channel. There's two versions. There's going to be an audio version that's always going to batch over, um, and then there's going to be a version of the video version. Please watch the video version. Take care, everyone. We got you. Ruben's calling me right now. Can you hear it? Right on time. Hey, hey, like I said just a second ago, my phone was ringing, and I said if Ruben Artiago was a train, like my dad would say, he'd be right on time. Hey Jay, what's going on, buddy? Not much, brother. I was gonna um I'm gonna share I'm gonna share something real quick. Uh and then I wanna I wanna link up with you. But check this out. Um you know, I wanna give you the proper introduction that that you're owed because you've been on I think every episode that ends in five oh, so starting with fifty. I've been blessed and thank you very much for the opportunity. Do we become good friends and check this out? Nice. So I want to give you a shout out. There's Ruben Artiaga, the Mini Truck Hall of Fame, standing right next to Shartsis or Shartsis and Hollowell, Mrs. Hollowell. Yep, yep. And then let's not forget, not not one, not not the cover of Mini Trucking, but also the Belltech ad. And then there's a behind the scenes. A lot of guys, Ruben, don't have the behind the scenes photos of their shoot. Yeah, that, yeah, I, you know what, I just happened to have just a, a, a point and click, you know, disposable, disposable camera that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and how cool was that? You know, I love like the history of like where the stuff was done. So that's cool. And then I had to just right before we got on, you saw me, I was pulling this one down. Let's not forget, this was technically, it wasn't the last issue, but it was the last truck issue because I think they did like a model issue, the last one, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but Something that was like the that. actual, and that was the actual, the only cover that was actually shot with a, with a live model on on set. Usually they would Photoshop everything. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude. I, I you don't still have her number? You could send me to you. <laughs> I just you kidding. know what? <laughs> I might. <laughs> yeah, I do. Now this is the C fifteen hundred because I want you guys to know, Ruben Artiaga. We've said this before. C fifteen hundred nonsense on Instagram. That's Ruben. And Mark, the other day when you posted as Tahoe, he texts me and goes, yo, Jay, I can't keep up with all the Instagrams. Whose was that again? I go, Ruben. And he goes, yo, tell Ruben good looking out. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, I actually messaged him. We messaged back and forth a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah he's he the big homie, dude, and he's real deal. Mark, I appreciate you as a friend, and I tell you, uh, it was so good having him on. But, yeah, I mean, he, you know, people – I told him, I said, Ruben's good. He's always looking for good content. And that color of that Tahoe, though, man – I'll do that. That Tahoe's hot. That yep. is a nice truck. Oh yeah. Now this truck, though, I wanted everyone to know. I know I'm getting a little off topic here, but this this is the one you still have, the Stepper. Yeah, I still have that. I have I have that pretty much in a million pieces uh, sitting at Chris's, and um, the motor's out of it. The cab's got to get cut for the body drop. It, it's it's as soon as I find time, you know, you know, that we're gonna start working back on it. Oh, yeah, and I wanted to point this out. Rest in peace, Sean Carlson. I know that you knew Sean. I did not. But when I was looking at this the other day for something, of course, this mentioned you also got credit in here because you provided one of these photos in here, which was cool, and I don't know if you remember that. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I do. That, that center picture right there on the bottom of the right, – right underneath of the bottom, I took that. Yeah, yep. I remember taking that. Yeah. Yep, yep, and rest in peace. And – you know, one of the things that, you know, you and I always talk about is that there's so many good people that we've lost. And certainly when you linked us up with Trevor, that was one of my favorite episodes. And I get goosebumps just thinking about it because, 
you know, like I've, I've tried to tell people in my post, I never knew Sean, but I knew like it was crazy back then. Even when we talked to, you'll remember Eric crying when we had him on recently with his Toyota. And he talked about how there's a little bit of the lineage from Sean's forerunner. And that was a truck that a lot of us heard about here. And it's just, it's crazy that, you know, all these years later, we're still doing this thing we call mini trucking. We've lost a lot of good people, but one of the things I always want to do is kind of keep those legacies alive, as you know. Right. We, we might have lost them, but we sure haven't forgotten about them. Yep. Yep. That's for sure. Well, l- let me let me just start here and just ask you, I want to check in with you, man. Um, how are things going for you? Oh, man, things are good. Things are busy. Uh, Christmas is over. New Year's is over. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to work as usual. Um, you know, life is good. Life is really good for me right now. Good. I, I, I'm hoping to, I want to come out to the Raddies event again this year, if I can in September. Um, and I know last time we didn't get a chance to hang out as much, but there's so many cool things that have happened. Like you remember, we talked about the new bridge that was built over there. Was it the sixth street bridge? I can't the remember the name. Street bridge, yeah. And it's crazy how much news has happened there from a pop culture standpoint. Cause I know Adam, the woo and uh, German in Venice, he goes over there a lot. But you saw all the stuff like when they first shut it down, then they had the guy that climbed up the bridge and he fell. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, no, I I, I heard about that. I even want to say I saw a video on that. Um, You know, as a matter of fact, I was just over there this past Saturday. And Uh I didn't we didn't go over the bridge or anything, but I was around the corner from it. And it's still I've been through there two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday night and. It's not late right? on a Saturday night, early Sunday morning. And I mean, there's always people on there. There's always something going on over there. Yeah. And one of the things that I thought was kind of crazy was some of the videos I thought of recently. I know California is crazy, but there, they, uh, German in Venice was showing where people went in there and I guess they stole, they, they tried to say they stole the copper, yes. but they, they had tore the light stuff out of there. And I was like, man, dude, it's getting crazy. Dude, that, that's been going on here for years where people are, are going and stealing copper out of whether it's new construction, old construction, bridges. Yep. Um, there was, this was a while back, there was a guy that broke into an uh, electrical vault on the side of one of the freeways. Uh-huh. And his wife was in the truck waiting for him and she saw him get electrocuted. I mean, there there's the amount of you know, nonsense or whatever you want to call it. I mean, that people are willing to do to make a buck. Dude, we got people here calling in their cars, stealing catalytic converters. I know that was a big thing. And that, that came over here. And I don't know if you had, I was telling my boss because they had to start parking our County vehicles in um, locked facilities. And there was some news. I read a story a couple months back where I guess it, it went all down the one family. There was one like high arcing family. I think they were in California. And it was a father son ring that that spread all across the United States. And I believe the article that I read said that a lot of that has been shut down. But I mean, to your point, there's always going to be some of that still going yeah, on. Yeah, there, there's always something. I mean, and, and people are pretty brave to do this stuff in broad daylight. A, a friend of mine that works at a grocery store here. Yep. Her co-workers, catalytic converters got stolen midday, like during the week, in front of everyone, and no one saw it. Yeah. 
Well, and we've heard of this stuff in San Francisco. It's, I mean, if anybody ever travels there, you cannot leave your book bag or your uh, any anything in your car. And it's to the point, I think we talked about this before, where people are leaving the rear hatch open. Because what they do is they come up with a little gimmick deal and they break the little corner glasses and they could put their arm in and then they pull the thing to check behind the seat. And if they see something, boom, they, they unlock the door and then they steal the book bag, MacBooks, yeah. whatever you have. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard that of people leaving their cars open, unlocked yeah. and stuff. Just so yeah, because yeah, imagine having break. a rental car and then you don't get insurance, then you're really screwed. Right. Right. So I couldn't imagine, but, but, you know, I want to give you a huge shout out to Chris Burns at CNS Metalworks. We always talk about it. You know, you work with Chris and, you know, Chris is a good guy. If anybody needs universal uh, products or AccuAir, you can call uh, Chris, you can look him up on Instagram, CNS Metalworks, and you can call him airbags, you name it. But you guys have had a lot of cool stuff going on. We talked about the 59, uh, you know, and then the ice cream truck and things like that. But what what have you kind of gotten your hands on lately? Is it C10s or more kind of classic cars? We're we're working on a 3100 for a customer. Actually, we got two cars of his right now. And nice. Um, this 3100, there's I know there's YouTube videos on it. Um, the thing was cut in the middle and uh-huh. stretched, and it's on a uh, SSR chassis with okay. a six liter LS and you know for LADE and whatnot and. We just got done bagging it. We're actually we're putting the finishing touches on that, and we have another car of his. We have a, a Thunderbird, like a mid sixties Thunderbird. Okay. That we're just going over and fixing a bunch of stuff on the on the air and management side of it. Gotcha. Now I know how much you hate Lincolns because you worked on one recently. I'd like to remind everyone that the Thunderbird was the sister car to the Lincoln, and it was it was also built in Wixom, Michigan, and they were built like side by side almost. There, so if you start cussing about the Lincolns, Ruben, I'm just going to give you a heads up. The T-Birds may tick you off too. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of those Lincoln moments on this Thunderbird, buddy. And yeah, right. they they are uh, a different animal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, when you think about 2024, and you know, we're talking with Ruben Artiaga from C1500 Nonsense. You know, you can see if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see his uh, Toyota that he built in the past. When you think about what you got going on for the rest of this year, you know, I know we've talked a little bit about some of the things you, you want to maybe do, but what are you most looking forward to in 2024, Ruben? Man, uh, glad that 2023 is gone. I'll tell you that for now. But um, now we got some plans. I got some some traveling plans that I'm going to do later on this year. I'm going to go to Mexico and, of course, a couple of trips to Vegas and here and there. But um, just Honestly, just looking forward to what the new year brings, and so far, so good. Good, good. I want to give a shout-out to Jeff at Mini Garage. As you know, I got to link up with him last night. He he got me this Goonies hat because he's from Oregon. And, you know, Jeff is a good guy. I would encourage people to check out his Mini Garage uh, YouTube channel. And, you know, Jeff and I were talking about health and stuff, and I know over the course of time, you know, you've you've kind of told me a lot of the things that you've been through. Um and we always talk about here on the podcast, you know, trying to to do do the best you can with your health and stuff. But, um, you know, as we get a little bit older, you have any advice for some of the Airhead Nation, which now I'm referring to as the Mini Trucking Syndicate, you know, just on yeah. maybe what we call the preventive maintenance, dude. You know what? I've, I've learned if something's not right and you don't feel good, go see a doctor. You know, yeah, it's yep. a drag. You got to take a day off work. And you don't want the last thing you want to do is go sit in an office somewhere. But. You know what? Go see a doctor. Go see a doctor. I, I had a couple of issues back a few months back, and 
know, I, I'm better now, but um, I've learned in the past that I don't feel good. Usually something's going on. And go see a doctor. Yeah, I think that's important words because the at the time of this recording, tomorrow would have been my dad's born day, and he was born, uh, seven, I can't believe, 70 years ago. He passed when he was 63, and, you know, Maddie's grandfather, he's in his mid-90s. He still drives around, and he still does the things he wants. And, you know, I often think about, like, if someone passes when they're 60, you know, sometimes there's nothing you can do. But let's just say, hypothetically, you could do some preventive maintenance. And, and, and maybe you don't have a heart attack at 60, and you live till you're 85, right? That's 25 more years. You know, that's a long time. And, again, you and I both know none of us can fully control everything. You know, Ice-T always says it, you know, tomorrow, you know, someone could bang into you, you know, and you, you know, or in a car or whatever. You don't want that stuff to happen. But I think it, the, the preventive maintenance to me is, is such a big thing as we many of us are in our 40s and 50s. It's like just do those things because if it can prolong your time with your family and your friends and your life here – I think it's a win-win. No, no doubt. And you know what? And, and a happy, happy birthday to your father. Thanks, you know? man. And uh, you're welcome. And I, you know, no one can make you do anything but yourself, whether yeah. it's quitting drinking, smoking, or whatever, or weight, yeah. whatever it is. I mean, everyone around you could tell you until you get pissed off and don't want to be around anyone. But until you put that mindset that, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm really going to do this then then yeah, you'll be able to, but we're all getting older and you know what? It's a lot tougher. It's a lot tougher once you get older. Yeah, it is. And I think that's great advice. And I, I just think that, you know, it's, it's good that we have this platform and, you know, some people are going to listen to it and, you know, and there's some people that go, Hey man, I, it doesn't matter. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I always tell people, Hey, do what, what's best for you and your family. And I think what I've learned is, you know, like even drinking or doing, you know, whatever, whatever people do, uh, or eating, you know, certain things or whatever, to me, what I've learned is like moderation is the key. Although I haven't been drinking now for over a year, you know, I question, do I even need to go back to it? You know? And I look at it and say, even if people don't or don't want to go cold turkey on something. I totally get it. But I think moderation is like a key that I've learned, whether it's spending money, which I need to get better at, not spending as much um, in terms of, you know, just blowing money on stupid stuff or, you know, eating certain things. It's just moderation. Right. And, and you know what? You you know, you know, if you're if you're going a little bit overboard on something, I mean, you're the first person to sense it. Yeah. Like, oh, even yeah. if you don't want to admit it, but you deep down inside. Yeah, I'm going a little crazy with this. I got to back off. My dad used to always say every man should know his limits, you know, whether it's alcohol or money or, you know, right. I mean, help. There's people that have gambling problems. You know, that's not something I can associate with. I'm right. I, I mean, right. I mean, I, I get Hank like he'll he'll give me like 100 scratchers to hang out with me. But, you know, I mean, a scratcher here and there, that's not gambling right. for me. Right. You know no, it's, it's not. It's not, not like if you were hitting it every day that you're on your way home or you're going to a liquor store for, you know, a scratcher and whatever else. But. Yeah, because yeah. Hanks hit you up before, I think, when he was, you know, his house was like, you know, he was talking about mortgage in the house because he had a hot hand at the dog track. And yeah. I was like, look, man, like, dude, you don't want to go like Homer Simpson did in The Simpsons when he had to bet on Santa's little helper. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he's probably been there. Right, right. He has. Um you know, the the cool thing is, I, I think there's going to be more information coming about the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. Um, I know, you know, for those that watch the live stream with the West Coast Influence uh, on their YouTube 
or their Facebook page last year or anybody that was there like Ruben and I, you know, you guys heard Bob Hayes was going to, you know, step down and I know he's got some health challenges going on and, you know, we are saying our prayers for Bob. He's a great guy, as you know, he's, he's been around forever. And, um, you know, I'm just excited, uh, you know, outside of what he's got going on with, you know, whatever the, the committee can do uh, in the future. Because I know, Ruben, as I mentioned at the beginning, you know, you're in the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. Relaxed Atmosphere is in the Mini Truck Hall of Fame as well. And I think, like, one of the good things, you know how I feel about this is, you know, I want to get the right people in, the people that really put the time in. There's so many good people. And sure, like, how do you, you know, how do you not water it down? But let's get the right people and let's give them their flowers while they're here. No, for sure. And, you know, there, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people off the top of my head. And we've had these conversations that um, I think their names need to be brought up. And I think some of them need to be in, inducted. And, yep. um, you know, and, and it, you know, I'll be honest with you, it was kind of a sad thing to see Bob kind of, you know, bow out and, you know, yep. not want to do this anymore. But you know what, I, I get it. I get it. And it's, it's hard work. It's a lot of work. Um, but also too, I think this also gives the Hall of Fame a chance to grow. Yeah, a hundred percent. And one of the things that um, that I wanted to point out as well, and I'm going to pull this up here um, again. You know, Bob Hayes, we wish him the best. I know he he has shared with um, with Radar and I that you know he had some things going on, and I think he puts a lot of it on Facebook. Um, you know, he was talking about daily updates and things like that. But for those that didn't know, I had told Bob Hayes that I was going to, uh, you know, promote this for him as much as I could. But Ruben, as you know, th- he did decide to bring back resolutions, which is you now. Now, hear me out, guys. This is going to be a little bit ways down the road. We're talking December tw- December thirty first of twenty twenty six. So. Uh, you know, this is 2024. Next year's 2025. We're talking the end of 2026 into 2027. And Ruben, my understanding is what what Bob explained to me is he's bringing the fi- the 50th back because it's going to mark the anniversary of the first one. Right. Right. Yeah, I heard that. I yep. heard that. So we wish him the best. And and again, you know, for anybody that's following Bob Hayes on Facebook, uh, I know his wife has has posted some stuff. Uh, today at the time of this recording, I think it was technically last week he had his surgery. So, you know, we're wishing the best for him. But um, how's everything else going in general? You you been good, Ruben? Oh, dude, I've been great. I've been great. Like I said, um, Christmas always kind of throws me for a loop. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm not yep. that I'm not a Christmas person whatsoever. And yeah, but um, it was nice. I had a really good time with my family, and my girlfriend, and um, you know, New Year's was a blast. We we got out and you know, kind of painted the town red a little on um but everything is good man and work is steady i got more work than i need good and, good um, always staying busy and everything's great here at home so you know i can't cool. complain well from number 50 to 150 to 250 i, I would have never imagined years ago we'd be on episode 350 it's always cool to link up and i would tell people again many of you are following c1500 nonsense he's a good dude follow ruben there He's got his uh, individual page as well, but then also Chris at CNS Metalworks on Instagram. If you need universal air products, AccuAir, bags, fittings, uh, you always say it, Ruben. He, they can hit up Chris Burns. Yeah, hit up Chris. You know, send him a message on Instagram. That's that's where you'll catch us on Instagram. 
and whatever, whether you need advice on something or parts, you know, give him a call. Give him a call. Hank, Hank Norris taught him that it goes down in the DM, right? It sure does. <laughs> I just hope I just hope Jen's not listening. Jen, we were talking about part sales. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those DMs will get you in trouble. Well, listen, uh, we want to uh, thank everybody for listening this far um, into the show. We we do have our our title guest, our title guest Glenn Brown is up next, but I want to thank the kinfolk at Mini Trucking Nationals, aka Mini Nats. We're going to be out there the third week in April in Maggie Valley. Uh, if you are anywhere near there or want to fly in, please do so. Buy some show merchandise. Get a wristband. Come in for the weekend. Shout out to Mini Trucking Nats, Ruben. Thank you so much for the time, my friend, and uh, stay on the rise. No, thank you, and and uh, congratulations, you and Mike, on this milestone and and having me on so many times. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome, Ruben. Hey, hey, I'm so excited to sit down with the big homie Glenn. He's been on his list a while. This interview is brought to you by our family over at Accuware. They were at Eastbound Get Down, and a huge shout-out to AccuAir. Visit their website for more plug-and-play applications for your air suspension needs. Now, I can assure you, Glenn, can you give me a quick – I know you got your phone down charging, but we people want to make sure this is not artificial intelligence, right? You yeah, are there. No. <laughs> this is all me. I, I'm, I'm shocked <laughs> that I, I'm on a real podcast, oh, man. Come this on. is something new, man. I, I'm, I'm – I can't wait to call Dizzy and tell him, hey, man, I'm on a real podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, you guys are killing me. I want to talk about the Custom Scene podcast. You can see now, I know some of you are going to be watching this on YouTube, and you're like, man, is Glenn there? Glenn is there, S-A-G, sexy-ass Glenn, and he's charging his phone, so we don't want to be kind of holding it and flipping it around. Remember, this video stuff is new for us, so bear with us. But, Glenn, for those that don't listen to the Custom Scene podcast or maybe haven't experienced it, Talk to us, you know, give us a little bit of background. Who is Glenn Brown? <laughs> well, you know, to, to keep it clean, you know, we, we've, I've started uh, back, man, I'm old. I'm an old school guy, old fella. I've been around the mini trucking scene since mid 80s. And it, it's a lifestyle, man. And, and I love it. it. It's funny how I run into people that I went to high school with and they're still, you know, they're like, Oh my God, you're still in that mini trucking thing. You know? And I'm like, y'all got to understand it. it. It's a lifestyle. I, I love it. You know, I've, I've been around, man. I've, I've been to, you know, shows that have come and gone and, you know, just seen different things come and then leave and then come back again. And, you know, I'm, I'm here, you know, I, I, I love it. We decided to start, the uh, custom scene podcast and uh, that's with my my buddy my partner um, Dizzy Don Davis and everyone knows you know Dizzy and the things that he does and we just kind of bounce back and forth off of each other having fun you know going to these oh, shows yeah. and and meeting people and and meeting people in the scene and you know just coming up with different things to keep you laughing and having fun oh yeah and I appreciated that about you or other folks. You know, a lot of times we'll hear people say, hey, if this hobby isn't fun anymore or any hobby isn't fun anymore, that's when it's time to throw the towel in. And I think, like, there's folks out there like you, like some of my mindset. It used to be, you know, I want to go to a show. I want to set up my car. You know, now I like going to a show and maybe doing an interview with someone or having you on as a guest for me to get to know more about you because – you know, we like you said, we've been doing this a long time. 
you've you've been doing it longer than I have, so I want to get into that. Now, for those that are watching us on YouTube, you can take a look. We got a photo here of Glenn <laughs> in front of Trash Bag, uh, the, the, the awesome Mazda. I love that thing, and um, you guys are always having a good time. But but talk to us. You you kind of gave a little bit of insight to like you've been doing this a long time. Like circa, I don't want you to date yourself, sorry, but like when I posted some old Myrtle Beach stuff, right, from Truckin' Magazine, you chimed in. Like, are you talking like mid to late 80s? You really got invested in this thing? Yeah, dude. Um, so I think that was mini beach madness that you had posted up. And that was, you know, in Myrtle Beach. It pretty much to start it off, I still talk to the fella. Guy's name is Brian Martin. He wow. was the one who got me started into the whole, you know, mini trucking scene. We were at high school. I was a junior and just about to get my license. And I remember just walking into the parking lot and it was him and two other fellas that had that was him and another guy had trucks. And then the third guy had, of all things, a Chevy Vega that had a target top that he cut and just kind of just left the top open. I don't even think he put a top back on it. Mm -hmm. But Brian's truck was the old, you know, square body S10, but had the ground effects. It was uh, static drop, had the old saw, uh, saw blade uh, rims on it with the spinners, um, had a shell. It was cut convertible, had a tilt bed, but then also the hood tilted forward or was a diamond tilt because it tilted to the corner. Oh, yeah. Had this airbrushing where it was uh, blue drips all the way around it and then on the hood it ha it had a picture of the truck where a wave was kind of going over it oh yeah. yeah and man that that was just I, I don't know what it was man i was just totally blown away by it and i remember walking around it and he was just genuine telling me everything about it so you know my first vehicle i got was a little mitsubishi truck so he was the first person, you know, I went to talk to and he had got me going with static drop in mine and ground effects. And next thing you know, I'm in this club while I was petitioning for the first club I've ever been in was called Low Illusions. And the best thing I remember about that was we all had these matching satin jackets with the logo. Ooh, yeah. um, uh, it was pretty much it was etched in, you know, the. It wasn't like a silk press, you know, it okay. was actually like, you know, the everything was uh, etched in. And man, when I got that jacket, you you man, I I, I think I wore that damn thing to bed because I was just so excited about having oh, yeah. that damn jacket. But yeah, I mean, that was that was 86. And yeah, I mean, I've been a part of it ever since. Wow. Uh, it was one point we ended up. I think I left it. It was it was getting where it was. It wasn't fun. You know, it was we were all as a group and we should do things together. But some internal things was going on. So then I ended up starting another club with guys I went to school with. And that was smooth style. And we I mean, we took it up far. I mean, we still meet to this day. We just had our I think our 30 year reunion and wow. the club isn't around, but we all still talk and we all still it's weird because even our children are all hanging out together and, and it's just <laughs> it's funny you know to, to see you know our children hanging and stuff but yeah i mean we back then we threw a show it was called um uh what was it slamathon uh we had joe oh, grease nice. flying into charleston 
and um, it was in the mini trucking magazine. And man, it was it, again, you know, a lifestyle. It, I, we all, you know, just hang out. We talk about our rides. That was when we used to go to Nopi Nationals when it was in Atlanta at the Lakewood Exhibition Center. That was big for us. And then Godfather's wow. Customs. That was a big show that we would go to. You know, and then that's when um, I forget the guys who used to throw it, but it was a Whitley show. And I think it was two brothers that would travel everywhere and throw shows, you know, anywhere yeah, rest, that they could. Yeah, rest in peace, Greg Miller. Greg told me a lot about the Whitley um, shows and the history and how that tied into the Bill Cox shows. I know you don't, you'll probably know that name. Yes, yes, Bill Cox, yes. And, yep. and that, again, you know, that was the, the time in our area. You know, it, we stayed in the Georgia, um, Tennessee because we also used to go to, um, oh gosh, it was in Lebanon. Uh, what was it? Sport. Well, there were sport truck nationals. That was in Kentucky. I don't remember. <sighs> Slamming and jamming. Yes, yeah, slamming and jamming. That was yep. That's what there we went go. to in Lebanon. You had Booger Bash in Charlotte. Never got uh, to go to that, but I heard it was fun. Oh man, I can tell you stories. You know, and, and we kind of stayed in that little circle. I mean, there was one time we drove up to Carlisle. For uh, that show, um, Trucking Nationals in Carlisle, PA. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was for a while. And then you had uh, our boys come up with um, Freak Show. And oh, oh man, yeah. that, that was crazy. You know, but then <laughs> they started their shows and we were hitting all of their shows that they were doing around. And yeah, I mean, it, I, I took a time off around 2000. Had, you know, had my kids. We kind of, you know, chilled out for a little bit. We actually moved to Pennsylvania. Wow. Um, but I think I was back into it in 06. Bought a Suburban and ended up uh, bagging that and kind of just did my thing with different vehicles from Suburban. I had a little little car that I decided to do hydraulics and was street hopping that for a little bit. I mean, I... Man, every every vehicle I've had at some point has had some type of suspension altering to it. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what it's about, and it's cool because you really just step back a minute. You really kind of brought me back when you start talking about the the different wheels and and those things. And that's the cool thing about you know, although we may not have a time machine, I saw someone comment on something I was looking into the other day, or actually, I think I was watching like an old car commercial on YouTube. You know, these guys will unearth these and. The, some of the comments were like, you know, we may not have a time machine, but we, we have, you know, these memories or, and you know, some of these car commercials people haven't seen in, you know, 50 years, 60 years. But, like, you're bringing me back, you know, to that era. You know, even it predates me a little bit as well, which I think is cool. But, you know, you said something key there, in my opinion, that a lot of us, although, like, maybe we were in a club and we got out or whatever, you know, Lord willing, if the people haven't passed on, the people a lot of times are still there. And what I learned many years ago is a lot of people stay in or around the area. Not everyone, but a lot of people end up staying or living in the area that they grew up in. So that allows for you to, to kind of keep those relationships and, and still sync up and do all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our the thing I loved about what Smooth Style that we do is when we had our, our get togethers and meetings, we would still um, have pictures of our you know members that have passed. We have a table with all their pictures on it and, you know, like a candle. Oh, wow. And 
just so we all, you know, kind of still stay together and we still keep everyone to remember. Wow. You know, because we have some of the younger guys that came in and didn't really know the old school people that started. started sure, I mean, sure. We were working at McDonald's and, you know, it had <laughs> our vehicles sitting out there. I mean, it was it was a thing that we grew, we all grew up together. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it, we still keep in contact. Um, you know, obviously we love Facebook because you can still keep in contact and there's a couple of us that are far away um but you know they still either make it a point to get to the uh meetings that we have or you know our get together or we'll have them on facetime on phone that night where you know you just kind of pass the phone around to, hey we haven't seen you you know in forever type of thing and yeah man it is it, it's great you know and coming to you know getting a little bit older and then being able to have a vehicle that was brought into, you know, one of the the big three, as we say. And now I'm having friends, you know, all over the world it is is big to me. You know, I love to be able to talk to people around the world, you know, and knowing that I could go into pretty much any state and meet up with a club member and have lunch and just kind of shoot the shit and laugh about the same things, you know? And, and I think that is just, you know, the, the top of, you know, the progression that I've gone to from our neighborhood club to where we are now. Yeah, very well said. And if you think about, you know, salute to you guys and the ladies in relaxed atmosphere, you know, started a year before severed and NC, which we started in 99 two, or as Dre says, nine deuce, of course, RA predates another year. So, like in 2021, you guys had this big event celebrating the 30th, and I think it's a testament to the members, the people, the enthusiasts in the scene that are still in this stuff. Uh, so, I think it's I think it's super cool. But I wanted to get your perspective on this. Like, you know, when we chatted the other day, uh, we talked a little bit about how how ironic it is that all of the 80s and 90s stuff has kind of come full force and you could call it a midlife crisis maybe we're all just getting to the era where they're like okay we can sell this stuff these guys are buying it these ladies are buying it but i think it's so cool that you know if you think back to like the chicago bulls era in the 90s and the sneaker culture a lot of the throwback stuff is still super huge uh even the music you know we saw um, I think it was Bruno Mars and Cardi B a few years ago. You know, they did that track that reminded me of the opening to In Living Color, right? So talk to us a little bit about how, you know, because you, you follow the stuff like I do. I mean, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, man. It, it You know, everyone has their niche. And if it's, you know, toys, shoes, yes. uh, BMX bikes, <laughs> you yeah. know, everyone had – and again, that's what we love about social media where everyone, you know, you have your page and yep. – uh, like we were talking about the guy that has the, I think, 80s garage. Right. Uh, you know, I love watching the things that he posts up that he has because either I'm like, man, I remember having that <laughs> and thinking, what the hell did I do with it? You know? right. And, you know, just to see, you know, I, I really wasn't into the sneakers, but, you know, I'm a toy nerd. Yep, and yep. It, it's I love looking at, you know, people that have like a full room, like it is a full room full of, you know, transformers. And I'm sitting yep. there wondering, like, dude, are you married? Because your first thing you think of is, four, you know, 40-year-old version, you know. And, right. and I'm sitting there thinking, like, if – I mean, I have my own, you know, uh, you might as well say man cave. But to have all of those Transformers and those toys, because mine are put up 
But to have them out in display, I think is awesome. But I know like my wife would just look at me like I'm crazy. You know, yep. so. Yep. Yeah, but I love it. You know, like I was talking to the BMX guy that it looked like he just moved um, to Texas. But I right, looking, Sean. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been looking for, I've I've been looking still um, for the Huffy Sigma, which yep. is white and gray that has like the disc. Yes, the wheels. And Dude, I think he like, has one. Man, let me. Yeah, he had he had two of them, but he sold one, and I. I I didn't get there in time to actually know that he had right. it and stuff like that. Cause when I came in, he had already gotten rid of it, but dude, like that, that brought me back so much. Cause you know, even nowadays, you know, you have kids and stuff. Our kids stay in the house playing games and crap. We were out on that bike. You know, if that bike had some type of meter to tell you how many miles I put on it, it would be ridiculous. You oh, know, because yeah. I was everywhere with it, and I lo- I still can't remember how and why I got rid of mine. Yeah, but man, I loved it. You know, just to see his stuff that he has, and to see everyone else has, you know, their thing. You know, I, there's God has a bunch of GI Joe stuff. Like I yep. love watching his stuff. It, it's it's nice to see that at at our age, we're still able to go back and collect them. You know, and still be able to hold on to them. And I, I absolutely I know when people say it's kind of a midlife crisis and stuff, I always look at that as someone going, you know, our age going out buying a, you know, Corvette or, you know, a high speed car that, you know, our our big asses really can't fit in anymore. That I look at as a, a midlife crisis. But <laughs> when I'm buying these toys and stuff, I'm these are just things that made us happy back then. And we're just collecting them, you know, just to keep for keepsake. You know, I know some might trade them, some might sell them, but you know, I I see certain things that I remember playing with growing up, and I'm like, man, I've got to have that. Oh, you yeah. know, and it's like, like real quick, I got all of the if you remember the original laser tag. Yes. You know, that. Wow. So I went off all crazy with the original little vest, the little red thing that you put on the chest, the gun, and I just purchased from a guy the helmet. With the little red light on the top. Right. Yeah, my wife is looking at me like, what the hell is that stuff? <laughs> the scary part is she was born in 86. So she didn't really get to experience a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yep. So I'm explaining it to her and I'm showing her the videos. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, my neighborhood was a laser tag neighborhood. That Christmas, right. we all got them. And when it got a little dark, we would pick someone's yard and we would be just running through their backyard <laughs> shooting at each other for hours. Yeah, back when it was fun to hang out, you know? Yeah, and in that era, I remember I didn't have laser tag. I think my neighbors had gotten it, but they that was around the era of gotcha. They had the little paintball things that came out, and I remember yes. the yep. um yep. the I can't I'm trying I'm drawing a blank on it, the the pogo ball thing people were standing on and you know it was that era and to me it's super cool that there's people that collect a lot of the magazine um uh, vintage ads and things like that. And it's crazy to me. I had found when I was on Twitter a good bit, I had found a guy on there that was, um, it was called like consumerism was his account. And dude, Glenn, he collected like um, McDonald's, like, um, like cups and like the, the um, unused fry things. And it was like, they had like all this promotional material and what blows my mind, whatever people were into, how like dedicated people can be at the craft or the hobby or whatever. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, and it's funny, like you said, with that. Um, so my mother was like a manager for McDonald's for years before she switched over to Taco Bell. Uh-huh. And she had all of those old school glasses that had all the, the characters on yep. it from the 70s and 80s. And I used to always tell her, don't do anything with them because I want them. And either I was going to hold on to them or I saw like some of them went for some pretty good money. On you know, eBay and stuff. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting there and, and you know, like always, my mother doesn't listen. And she <laughs> literally took them to uh, a goodwill, goodwill. and dropped them all off. And I was, man. But, yeah, just collecting all of those old school stuff. Like I had ran into a guy that kept the old um toys r us remember right before christmas when toys r us put out that ad man i had so many of those ads that i would have to circle for for santa you know you got to mark which ones you want for santa man that that was again you know that looking at those just it brought you back and and it's crazy how you know now you know they don't have that you know obviously toys r us isn't really around but yeah you know i hate that my kids didn't get to relive that to be able to sit there and mark off the, the the magazine and go through it and like man i don't know which one i want you know right. and it's it's a little you know disheartening but you know that's the, the the way it is now with the the life and and how our things are going but yeah, yeah. I, I love it yeah and you can relive so much stuff through youtube there's a channel i want to say this is the right channel it's called seek i think he changed the name of it I think the YouTube channel is called Secret Galaxy. It used to be called Toy Galaxy, I think. But like he does the amount of in-depth review that he'll do on like a G.I. Joe franchise or one single toy line and I'm like the amount of digging and journalism that goes into, you know, quoting and who created it and and all that. It just it blows my mind. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was like, I remember the feeling of going in Toys R Us, you know, we had one in Tampa. I didn't get to go to it very often, but that was a cool feeling, but this will bring you back. When we were younger, I don't know how we would get them if they would come in the mail, but you remember the Cedars catalogs? (laughs) Oh, oh bro. Yeah. My mother got, got them all. And then, yeah. Oh, it was, it was, I mean, okay. Look from the Sears catalog was a great for a boy because we were <laughs> in the section of looking at all the toys and stuff and marking yes but then you would go to the women's section you get to I see women in their bras and all that stuff like that was that was our time man that was the closest to nudity that we got to <laughs> dude hank norris loved that i heard dude that he, <laughs> he used to shoot all that stuff but dude here was the crazy thing what I used to, and there's people that collect that stuff. You know, like you said, there's Instagram pages they'll flip through around the holidays. Oh, look, I got the 1987. But I, lo- I used to think to myself, like, how cool would it have been to have the job where, if you look back at some of the old GI Joe commercials and you see like, you know, the two kids playing, and of course it would always say like playset not included because it was like they had this cool like stage that they were playing all the toys on, you know. And I'm thinking that ain't my backyard. But th- it was exactly. I always loved the fir- the f- the photos they would take of like you know the helicopter and all that stuff and I always thought to myself like that would have been a cool job to have. Oh oh yeah, completely. Like even with me collecting my GI Joe, I, I mean I'm not even gonna lie, I collected it up until my freshman year in high school, Boom, and I, I remember I had it all set up in my room and, and you know I would have the helicopter hanging from the ceiling because yep. I have it on string and. And I had the the USS flag in the corner, yep. and I had all my air, 
And it what it was it was my freshman year. I never forget my buddy that you know I I was in smooth style with. He looked at me and he was just like, dude. You are never going to get laid until you get rid of all these things. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't get rid of these, man. Like, yeah. is, what do you mean? You know, and he's just like, dude, you got to put it up. Like, no girl's going to come in here and right. do anything with you. So that was, yeah, my freshman year. I remember that that summer um, coming into freshman, I was like having to put all of that stuff up. And it, it broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how we, if you look back at the stages of your life, I mean, I can remember mine. It was like when I was really young and I was riding a bike and then, you know, you get to the teenage years and I was like, I wanted a bull's hat and I wanted, you know, a new jersey. And then, you know, it was like I got rid of the the I had a little eighty scooter and then that was gone. The bike was gone. Then it was like a car. And then you go through those phases and I look back and I kept a lot of stuff. But some of the G.I. Joe stuff, most of it I had as a kid, I did end up selling uh, a lot of my guy. My Joes were broken and whatnot. I think we talked about that the other day, but. It does bring back such great memories, and I'll tell you, like I love that Hasbro has has really, um, you know, just embraced the fact that you know, like I, I have got I've got a couple items I bought here after the twenty fifth. They, they still released them at Target and stuff, the little green Jeep and things like that. But I think that's so cool because if you think about it, it's kind of like printing money. You know, they they do a lot of those through the the Haslab or whatever it's called, where they got to crowdsource it or crowdfund it till it gets to like two hundred sales or 2000 or whatever that number is. But to me, I think that's super cool because it allows for people like us to go buy. Like when they, I so wanted to buy a couple years ago, the all striker, they put that back out. Oh yes. Yes. And I was like, I should buy this. I'm like, man, I'm out of room because I collect so much stuff. So, but again, I think to me to sum it up in my mind, it's like we're, we're living in a great time because a lot of our childhood stuff was so epic that they go, Hey, we're going to reproduce it. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And and, and the my favorite part also is is even when I'm at a store and I'm looking at the yeah. stuff, you know, there'll be a guy to come up, you know, and I don't know him. We've never met before. Sure. And next thing you know is him and I are talking about all, uh, you know, of whatever toy that we're looking at. You know, to oh, check yeah. this out. And and again, you know, that is where it brings us together. You know, yep. and someone that I would never, you know, probably never talk to in my life. And here we are. We're almost like best friends talking about these toys. And yeah, man, I, I, again, that is I'm I am happy and just overwhelmed to the fact of being an 80s baby. Like we oh, yeah. we went through some stuff, man. And I love it. I would never change oh, yeah. a thing. The TV shows and all that stuff. I mean, I know I always joke with Mikey hasn't watched a lot of stuff, but like, dude, when I was a kid, I got to say this. So Hardcastle and McCormick was this like 80 show that ran for three years. And I loved it as a kid, I think, because, you know, you know, you think about we had Dukes of Hazzard, Knight, Knight Rider, A-Team, and then you have uh, the Hardcastle and McCormick, and it was like the Coyote car. And it was like, man, you know, as a kid, oh, that's so cool, you know. And I've been going back and re-watching all the – and my wife's like, man, what is this? She's like, you're probably the only person. And then I was looking up the filming locations, and I'm like, oh, man, no wonder this house was so cool. It was, you know, it was owned by so-and-so, and then they rented it out to the movie stuff. But I love that we can relive all that because you, people forget that in the 80s – if you didn't have a VCR and you didn't record something, dude, it is mind-blowing when I sit down at my TV and it's like, we've got YouTube TV. We've got, like, every streaming service, unfortunately. We're, we're one of those people that, oh, forget to cancel it. But we're using all those. And then her her father gave us access to um, 
one of the apps. It's called Friendly, but it's like without an eye. It's like all these old shows. And here I am watching like Alfred Hitchcock things and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's just so crazy that everything is literally like just a click away. Yeah, no, we growing up, you missed it. And if, yeah, you're right. If you didn't have a VCR, you know, we didn't, they didn't have what we called reruns, you know, right. didn't have that, you know, so it was like, you had to be home to either watch it or record it. Cause I yep. tell you growing up, I was determined my ass was going to be the, the next person flying Airwolf. That was <laughs> right. my thing. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, and dude, what, like one of my guilty pleasures when I was a kid, dude, I don't know what it was, dude. I love that MacGyver show, bro. I never talked about that. But like as a kid, I thought it was like so cool, all the stuff he's doing now. You kind of watch it, you're like, okay, it's corny. But, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's still, it, it's 80s corny. And I, I went down the bunny trail one time. I was looking for something. And in one of the episodes, MacGyver had Air Jordan 5s on, dude. And I sent it to one of these guys I follow, and he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, that, that's known in the sneaker community, you know? And I'm like, it's just pop culture stuff. It's crazy. But yep, yep. I know we could chat a lot on this topic, but I wanted to kind of move on and talk a little bit about um, – talk to us about – I'm hearing some buzz about Terminal Takeover. So what is it? When's it going down? All right, so uh, uh, first of all, I don't know what I was thinking when someone said, hey, let's throw a show, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> uh, for, for the people listening that have not, it, it, there's a lot involved. Um, this, is, this is not my first go-around, but this is my first go-around by myself. And so I decided um, I'm here in Greenville, South Carolina, was able, it's just kind of one of those things where I ran into the venue talked to the people and was like, man, this would be a cool place to throw a show. So March 22nd, which is a Friday, and March 23rd, Saturday. The show was actually Saturday. Friday is just the, you know, our pre-party. I'm going to have John Malloy there slinging nice. his barbecue like he always does. Um, having a little auction, just kind of a hangout type of thing. But what's cool is, is I thought, why not something a little different? We are actually going to be at an airport, downtown Greenville Airport, on the tarmac. Awesome. So awesome. during that day, the airport is open and planes will still be landing and taking off. Wow. And you will be a rock throw from, from it. The thing that I like about it is they cater to it. They have a huge kids playground that is right, right next to the, the tarmac. So kids get to you know watch. And, that, and that's their thing. But it is, it's set up completely to be family orientated. We have a, a nice place that will serve us food. It's called a Runway Cafe. Um, there, between them and John Malloy that Saturday, it's going to be great. You know, we start at eight o'clock. Um, everyone's going to be coming in. Um, just the space that I have, this is my first show. So I have not literally been able to get cars onto the tarmac to kind of guess to see how many I can. Understood. So I, I, I got, I, I guessed it around 250. So I'm going to stop it at 250. Now, maybe next year, I'm sure we'll be able to have more because the airport committee, they're, they're so excited about us coming. Cool. You know, but they want to make sure, you know, everything's cool. But he said that like next year, we're, we're can open up to a lot more, which means, you know, I'll have three or four more um, airplane hangers to where I can have people park in an airplane hangar. Um, just Very more space. Cool. But, you know, this one is just it, it's it's the first year. 
trying to see how things can go. Um, I try to do something a little bit different where we we're, we're staying with the, you know, airplane experience. You'll get your ticket that looks just like, you know, an airplane ticket. Um, we're, we're giving the first pre-orders, the pre-registration that ended, you know, the first of the year. We're sending them, you know, a, a little gift to just one say thank you, but then also just to show people again, you know, we're staying kind of to the, you know, airplane theme of it. And it. hopefully, you know, just kind of continue, you know, that aspect. Um, with it being the twenty, you know, twenty third kind of sucks because, you know, there's gonna be so many other shows going on, you know, at that time. So, you know, we're gonna miss some. So next year we're gonna move it to the first week in March. So I can still be able to go to the other shows that are be going on during that same weekend. Yeah, I hear you. So when we had talked earlier in the week, it was like, I think it's OBI, Forbidden Fantasy, and Alter Metal is is all that same weekend. And you know, you put this event together, you know, and in maybe you didn't have the flexibility that you're maybe going to have for next year. But what I would tell people is, if you Google Terminal Takeover Car Show or Truck Show. You're going to land on a couple of pages. Um, I landed on when I was searching, doing some research, like all events.in. And it kind of basically, you know, shows that just general events, but then it links over to the terminal takeover.big cartel website, I believe. Yes, that that's the website that we have for you to uh, register, which now you I have it where you can still register now because, like I said, only 250. So if yep. you register now, that definitely, you know, secures your spot on the tarmac. So if we get to the 250 before the day of the show, then I won't have any, you know, day of the show entries because we're going to be all booked up. Yep, yep. And I like to um, – that I would tell any potential folks that if you're listening to this and you could try to go out and support Glenn and his fam, that – I think it was $5 spectator fee, but then you're going to have the barbecue, uh, the whole plate price, which, you know, is more than fair because with the low entry fee, keep me honest, that's going to help someone go, Hey, okay, kids were free. I'm five bucks to get in. Now I can go get me a plate of food. Right. Well, now, now the plate of food were, that's just Friday. That's for, just Friday. And it's 20 yeah, bucks. Just, that just 20 bucks Friday. That covers all it, it's uh, barbecue, Oh, uh, I got it. Beans, uh, your coleslaw, your drink, your dessert. Um, and I'm sure we're going to have extra. So I'm sure people are going to be able to go back and have extra. Right. I just, I, this was more of just to kind of get a count of, you know, people going to be there that want to eat. And plus, I want I wanted to have everyone experience the Carolina style of barbecue, not that North Carolina with that right. crap. You're getting that sauce. <laughs> You're getting the sauce. That's what that's what we want you to understand. You know, and not not the Memphis either. Little, this is Carolina yeah. stuff. So that that's my main thing is to let you experience the Carolina feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like it. And and like I said, folks, you can go terminal uh, takeover.bigcartel.com. That'll land you right on the main site. There's uh, the T-shirt prices. There is the day of show uh, registration and separate barbecue plate dinner. So it's kind of cool that I, I'm a big proponent for, um, you know, when if someone 
can make the experience super easy for a showgoer. And like here, what you've got is like the day of show registration. You can click that, or you could do the pre-party barbecue plate per person, and all the prices are listed there. So it it's more than fair. And I could tell you this: years ago, I would travel to Greenville. Uh, Verizon Wireless had a huge call center there, and. We one of the nights, a couple of the times, we went to downtown Greenville. We went to one of the baseball games, and we I got to experience that whole area in the evening time at night. And man, it was a blast. It kind of is like a hometown feel, totally different than where I'm from here in Tampa. And it was just a great experience. So I would tell people that hey, many of you live within an hour or two or so. You know, spread the word. If one of those other shows isn't something you were planning to go to, but you want to do something around the springtime, Terminal Takeover is an option, right, Glenn? Oh, yes, yes. And, and the for you mentioning that, that's the other thing. So during the day um, of the show, we're going to have sumo wrestling, which I oh. have a huge wrestling belt that right. for the winner for that one gets to walk away with it. The only thing is, is you have to bring it back next year to defend your title. Dude. And we also have a hot dog eating contest, which no bun, just straight dog. And, you know, it's the battle wow. of the stomach. And so <laughs> I, I want that going on. But then after the show, I mean, the show's going to end at five. We're going to be done at five. You know, everyone go home, shower, do what they need to do. But then we're meeting back between 630 and seven at the mall, which is right around the corner from the show. And in between the show and downtown Greenville. Cause once we meet there, then we're going to cruise from the mall to the downtown area that you were talking about. Yeah, I've oh, got nice. the, the city is going to mark off some spots for us to park. So it'd be cool to have all the cars and trucks together right by that Greeley bridge. And then from there, I've got one place that we all going to meet um, at the beginning, a little brewery. But after that, We've got everything else is in walking distance. You know, we can go to the baseball field. We can go to uh, there's a couple places that are like indoor. Um, it's all in one. So it does have the indoor uh, golfing and has the indoor uh, hatchet throwing, Excellent. you know, e everything. So I want to give everyone the downtown Greenville experience that Saturday night. So Sunday, when you wake up, you can either, you know, get yourself together and go on home. But then you have an idea. So if you ever decide to come back to Greenville, you know, you have an idea of what you want to do. And also just give me a holler. You know, I'd love to meet up with everyone coming back and we can hang out that night. But I just want to give everyone the experience of Greenville, South Carolina, that we can offer to them. Dude, I love it. And also remember, folks, this is going to be a time of year before it starts to get really warm. So especially being from the south, you can expect some beautiful weather. And, you know, I would encourage you guys and ladies, you know, to try to go. And, and even if it's something you can't do, maybe send the link to one of the club mates or people in that area to say, hey, go support the big homie Glenn. Now, Glenn, I got a couple more questions for you before we wrap it up. I got about 15 minutes. Um, I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to show folks on the screen here. Uh, so we're going to move away from sexy ass Glenn. I'm showing <laughs> a photo of your full size. Um I love that it's a crew cab, long bed, repping the topper gang, as our friend Jason Diener once coined, a uh, super low truck. Uh, I know we probably don't have enough time to go through all your vehicles. I'll show one other one in a moment. But uh, this this rig is pretty cool, man. So uh, we she's named the Mummy's Revenge because once I got to that point where the picture that you showed, 
she just fought me on everything. Like, <laughs> oh, everything right. else she was just fighting me on. But um, to be honest, that that whole scene, the the truck, the graphics, everything is kind of a tribute to the Sphinx truck that was the red mom. Cool. Yep. Uh, we can that, see some of it in here. Yeah, yep. yeah, definitely the hood for sure. Charles Armstrong, uh, shout out to him, the big homie. Uh, he, the guy, he's got his lineage, his, his work on that truck, an amazing truck. Correct. And the funny thing about that is the guy that did the airbrushing on this truck, on my truck, uh, actually used to work under Charles. Wow. We, we went and talked to Charles to make sure that he gave us the okay or the Damn. thumbs up to do that. Because, I, I, you know, I didn't want to have that and then have him you know, be upset at us. So right. I wanted to make, I wanted to make Crossing sure. Crossing his arms like, what are these fools doing, man? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, he, he gave us the green light, and he loved it, you know. And my guy that does, that did the work doesn't do any more vehicles. He All wow. he does is all of the, um, the city murals for uh, Oklahoma City and Enid. So, wow. like, if you go to a high school and you see, like, their hood, their, their mural on the side so of the cool. wall – that's what he does and <laughs> that's sick he, yeah dude and he basically said he goes i'm not gonna lie you know like i'm almost losing money by doing vehicles because i can do a wall in two days you know but a car could take me a week right you know, and all that stuff so mine was the last one and and i i man i thanked him because i didn't think we were going to get it done obviously you know oklahoma from south carolina is pretty far oh yeah and, when we took that trip, Daryl Poe, Kelly, uh, Stacy, all of us, when we went to Vegas, he saw and he was like, dude, you're coming back by me. Drop the truck off. If you drop the truck off, I promise, you know, I'll have it. Dude, that's great. sick. So, yeah, on our way back from Vegas, I got to swing through, drop the truck off. I was a man. I was so excited. And then we went on home. And yeah, dude, he he did me a solid and salute for um, that one, brother. Yeah, man, I'm so happy about that. And now I'm I'm kind of changing her up a little bit. Uh, that's why she's been kind of under the knife for uh, really a year. But just a a quick thing is is I got to blow her top off, man. She's the type of girl who needs to have her top off. Dude, I'm t hey, we're I mean, my buddy Hank Norris, man, he's all down for that. You know, what man, I'm, I'm telling hey. I, I got those crew cut vibes. <laughs> oh, hey man, hey dude, you, you got my. You, you, there's a big fist bump right there for you right? on that one. <laughs> now we talked about Terminal Takeover. I'll be posting. I'll post a few things about it to try to drive some awareness. Um, so again, everyone, check that out. Do you guys have an Instagram for Terminal Takeover? Is Dizzy or anyone helping with that? Yep, yep, we have it. Um, it's just Terminal um, underscore Takeover, and that's on uh, Instagram. We have a Facebook page that also has the event page and a regular page we've been posting and it's just terminal takeover oh yeah um yeah uh, and again you know i'm excited for it but i'm more excited just to make sure that out. everyone has a good time and yep. that's that's what i want you know i want you to enjoy yourself and and be able to just have some fun because that's every time we go to a show dizzy and i make it a point to have some fun with everybody and joke so here it is, is our chance to entertain everyone in one place. <laughs> I love it. The last couple things. Number one, I caught you dipping right here. Everyone can see at um, – this was at Mini Nats, of course. We also saw you at Cruising with Cruisers, right? So I've always been a fan of the big 60s cars. I'm a big Lincoln guy. You know, Cadillacs are cool. Always love the big body Impalas. Uh, these wagons are awesome, as you know. In the late '90s, early 2000s, there was a few bodied 
uh, graphicked up, just awesome wagons. But we saw you dipping not only at Cruising with Cruisers uh, this past year, but also, of course, at Mini Nats, which folks can see right here. Yeah, that. so we call that, that's the company car. So that is uh, for Cruising with Cruisers, Dizzy and I, uh, painted it like a police car and you know put all of our stuff on it and what we're doing matter of fact this year everyone be prepared at the shows if you see that police car we're going to be writing tickets to people when you violate uh, a known rule in our scene <laughs> we're going to be writing out tickets and we haven't decided yet which um charity it's going to go to i mean it's only going to be two to five bucks I and mean, i don't want to hear anyone complain but <laughs> we're going to pick a charity and if you know good and well, if you're at a show and you walk past and you're like, man, I'm done cleaning it and everything's great. And we look down and you haven't polished those wheels and I can run Knew it was coming. it. You are getting the ticket. And I don't violated. want to You are getting violated. And that, that's that's the fun part. You know, and it's yeah. everyone has, you know, embraced it and we enjoy it. You know, and that's yeah, the other look out for the company car because we're going to be hitting a lot more shows this year with the company car. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Now, listen, as we wind it down, um, I have to make another call in a moment, but I wanted people to know many of you support the scene and you listen to L um, LCD podcast, you know, Jamie at Mini Trucker Colt. Uh, but also, I want to make sure that if we picked up any new listeners or any of you guys or, you know, maybe, hey, we listen to OLP. Glenn and Dizzy and, 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 and company, they also do a podcast, The Custom Scene. Correct. And, you know, that we're, we're a little bit different, you know, yep. but we're here to entertain you guys for sure. And I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. We've been kind of slack since the beginning of the year. Um, we're honestly, we're kind of waiting until um, probably in about two weeks we'll get back up ramped up and and really start opening up again like we normally do but yeah we're all about the scene we're all about anything you know that we can do for our scene and for people we post up shows you know coming up uh and i tell everyone if you've got a show or anything going on you know just give us a holler so we can make sure and promote it and you know anybody wants to come on and talk about you know how they got into the scene or their rides or whatever you know, get get a hold of us because everyone's got a story. Uh, excuse me, everyone's got a story, and we'd yep. love to hear it. Yeah, I love it. I uh, want to give a huge shout out to Don Dizzy Davis. You know, he's a good dude. Of course, he's a partner in crime of yours, but you know, yeah, I know he's right. he's. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, listen. At this point, if he's even still listening to OLP, I know his head's going to get blown up. But you know, the thing that I'll that I'll say about Dizzy is, you know, I know just like our friend DJ Mays, right? And so many of us, we've gotten involved in other aspects of the scene, not just taking a ride to a show. So a lot of us do get busy, right? And I always tell Mays, hey, listen, I know we don't always sync up. It seems like it could be several weeks or a month or two before we you know, get on the phone and chat. We'll join his, of course, live stream here and there. But I think one thing I've learned by talking to you today and the other day was we all have different passions. You know, some of us drive um you know our lineage as ronnie would say with his word you know goes into like the bmx stuff and then it kind of goes over to the mini truck world of course with you you've got some of the toy passion i know frank does as well from aftermath but uh, at the end of the day it comes down to the passion that we have for the scene and a lot of us have grown out of just going to a show you guys are you know you're throwing the show now and a lot of that stuff so 
it take like my mother-in-law always said, you know, with raising our son, it was like, it takes a village, you know? And I think I, I truly feel that way in the mini truck scene. It takes a little bit of part of everyone, you know, someone coming out to go to an event, buying a registration, buying a show shirt, you know, paying a guy to paint his ride like you did uh, with the graphics. So, you know, again, I just tip my cap to you. I think you're a great guy. I wanted to have you on a long time. And, you know, I know you've been doing this a damn long time. So, you know, salute, brother. Listen, I appreciate it, man, because like, like I told you before, the, the content that you put out is just ridiculous, and <laughs> nobody can keep up. When, when you were in Vegas, man, I was just like a kid in a candy store, like waiting to see what else you're going to post up. And just well, seeing thanks, all man. the fun that was going on. And, and again, I'm just like, damn it, why didn't I go? You know, type of thing, because it was, it was great. But, but real quick, man, I yeah. feel like an idiot. I, when you mentioned it at the show – I mean, the the main man himself is going to be hitting the ones and twos. I'm going to have DJ Mays at the chicka, show. Chicka, I, chicka. I, I didn't say it, man. I, I'm yeah, sorry. it's all good. I'm sorry, Mays. I'm sorry. Don't get me. Ah, oh, man, he he doesn't listen anyways. He hears us talk about football for one second, and he, dude. Oh yeah, he dips. <laughs> bro, we we we've got a bug tracker on his phone, and and he stopped listening. He goes, "Yo, you guys don't come to all the live streams, man. I ain't listening." No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no, but DJ Mays is a great guy. You know, you guys are great guys. You know. You know, none of us are perfect. Some of us have a little bit more time than others, and and you know, and I know I obsess over some of the things I do. I just do it because I love it. I don't, you know, I tell people I don't want the recognition, but certainly, you know, the fist bump from you, I appreciate it. At the end of the day, there's so many good people that came before us. Hopefully, there'll be a ton that come after us. You know, not to be morbid, I think is the word, but at the end of the day, it's about, you know, represent the scene, but doing what you love. I heard, a, a, I was watching a YouTuber the other day and she was talking about a lot of the folks that are, that are stopping doing YouTube videos. And she made something, she made a statement that resonated with me. And it was like, she said, I've never made my hobby a job. You know, she's a photographer and you know, she's like, it's ironic because now I'm doing YouTube content and she's like, yeah, you know, uh, it's it, it photography is my hobby and she's like yeah youtube's kind of my job but she's like i i've got the free will now to do as much or as little as i want and I, it just really reinforced to me that it's like i love what i do but i'm glad that i don't necessarily get paid for it because i think like it, for me personally if i were i remember when ernie rest in peace years ago he said that you know at mini trucking when he left his role there he kind of was like you know i love mini trucking but it's weirder that it was my job now, you know, like I want to do it, but maybe I don't want to do it for work. Right. And don't quote me on those exact words, but it was something along those lines. So anyways, at the end of the day, I'll sum it up and just say, look, dude, there's a lot of good people out there. You're one of them. And thanks for what you do, bro. Hey, listen, I appreciate it 100%. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just tickled that we were able to finally link up, you know, yeah, we buddy. Always, you know, seeing each other at shows and stuff. So yeah, dude, I, Again, I appreciate everything that you do, yeah. and I, I appreciate everyone that listens and is in the scene, and it's just, man, we get, I, I always tell, me and Dizzy always say, until it's no longer fun, we're going to keep doing it to the day I we love die. It. I love it. Well, hey, GB, I'm going to have to get you a Green Bay Packers hat because, you know, when I see <laughs> GB, I think Green Bay. But in all, in all seriousness, brother, if we can make it up, I'll do my best. I love the Greenville area. I would highly encourage people to check out uh, terminal takeover certainly if you can and um glenn it's been a pleasure we got to do this more often and you guys stay on the rise my brother yes sir i really appreciate it man